0: This is a podcast from Rover. Right, welcome back in. Well, concerns are rising for crops across the country with a huge spike in fall armyworm infections in the North Island and new discoveries of the pest in the South Island as well. The newly introduced pest has been found in at least 56 locations so far, including three crops over on the West Coast. Foundation for Arable Research spokesman Ivan Laurie joins us now to tell us more. Ivan, good to chat. How are you?
1: Hi, Dom. Uh, Always good to chat to you.
0: How bad is this for crop growers, Ivan? Obviously pretty bad.
1: Look, this is a threat to crop growers, mainly uh, maize and sweet corn growers, but a uh, full armyworm does also have the potential to attack another 350 or so um, crop species, but uh, with lesser economic damage. So the major threat we're focusing on at the moment is for those maize uh, grain, maize silage, and sweet corn growers throughout the country. Exactly what is
0: fall army worm and how does it affect crops?
1: So fall army worm is a lepidoptera. It's a, it's a caterpillar in its um, active phase when it's feeding. Um, so it basically started out from central and tropical South America has been present there for, for years and years and years. And then more recently, uh, over the last decade, it has started to spread across other continents. Um, the moths are very strong flyers, so it's very difficult to control its movements. Uh, they can get carried by the wind. And as um, corn in particular spread through other, other countries, um, the moths follow.
0: What sort of damage are we looking at
1: So it can vary. It'll vary depending on the stage that the uh, worm is at. So it's got five larval stages, uh, and and at the bigger stages, it's more voracious, but it also tends to go into the whorl of the plant. Uh, So it'll primarily feed on leaves. Uh, It prefers the younger plants and, and tender leaves, but it will go on feeding right through the cycle of the crop. And the dangerous bit is that when it goes into the world, when it goes into the central growing point of the plant, it affects the development of the plant. It basically stunts the plant from there on because it won't tassel uh, and and you won't have a normal development of the plant in the cob. Right. So it has the potential to be devastating. It has the potential to be devastating. However, there are some positive things that we need to say. One of them was that prior to Christmas, we did get approval for one of the insecticides, the active ingredient spinatorum, uh, to come on label for maize and to be able to be applied for fall armyworm. Uh, That is for ground application only at this stage, which is a bit of a problem because the maize crops in general are fairly well advanced, but we're working um, closely with government to try and get the application for aerial permission uh, to come out at some point. Uh, The other positive, I think, is that we have had early signs of parasitism from native wasps that will be attacking the fall armyworm. We've had several growers send in photographs of uh, of, uh, parasitoid at work killing the worms. So that's also will be an important part of an integrated pest management program for the future.
0: All right, a bit of nature and a bit of uh, intervention as well should uh, hopefully um, alleviate the problem. And I guess, Ivan, the um, the final question is in terms of the fact that it's here now, is it here to stay, or is there a possibility that um, it could be greatly reduced in population, as it were?
1: Look, obviously, we're still in the middle of a response, uh, in response we are telling growers that any finds should be reported uh, there's no downside for any grower finding fall and reporting it on the contrary it helps build a picture for the researchers as to where and how this thing is moving and whether it has adapted to the cooler temperatures of new zealand let's not forget this is has normally been on continents where there is a tropical area where it works its way down from. Mm. We don't have that. We sort of expected that it would be around Northland. The models have been quite good in presenting its buildup as the season warms up. Um, potentially, it probably would have three generations in New Zealand over the warm temperature months, uh, and each generation builds the numbers of the worms up exponentially. So that's, that's the dangerous bit um but i uh, we, we we feel at this stage that we, we need we need we need to study it a bit further and that that's why getting that information is invaluable and that's why we're still in a response um chances of eradication uh are slim uh, or nil because this thing flies around the country so we know that in uh, in the near future, we will be moving to a long-term management of this pest.
0: Ivan Laurie from the Foundation for Arable Research. Appreciate your thoughts and expertise on the
1: topic. Thank you. Thanks, Dom. And just a reminder, please, people, to call into MPI 0800 number or report it online. And that this is an industry collaboration and partnership with MPI through GIA.
0: And that's the show for today. Just before we go, I see that uh, a northern Southland velvet deer uh, sold for 80,000 bucks last week. That's the most spent on a velvet sire stag at an auction in New Zealand this season. Well done to uh, Netherdale red deer stud. Uh, that is our show. As always, thanks to the team at NetSpeed, netspeed.net.nz. Mark and Leah up next.